Welcome back, everybody, to the Drew Too Many podcast. I'm here with my friends again. Woo! With Drew Allen and Trevor Reed. Hey! Unfortunately, not <laughs> not with Alex Cook, but that's okay. Uh, he had some personal things to attend to, so it's just gonna be me, Drew, and Trevor for tonight. But we've got a lot to talk about. We got Toronto Regionals that just wrapped up today. We got trivia as always, and then we've got honestly one of the most hype set sets coming out in a while, which is Paradox Rift, which has so many cool it- cards. And so it's gonna be an exciting pod. So um but first, how have you guys been? It's been a little bit. Drew, thanks for taking over uh, a couple How's weeks it? ago. <laughs> At least a month since we've potted, since I've talked in a row with you. Yeah, I know. We had, uh, yeah, no worries. You and Karen had the cool, the cool pod. That was a cool listen. The Canadian pod, the maple on. syrup pod. Uh huh. <laughs> I really the, the like sweet that. and sticky that, that's pod. That's one of my favorite, uh, Drew Too Many episodes right now. I, I listened to it again. It's, uh, yeah. He had a lot of really good insights. I liked what he had to say when he came on. Yeah, it's super solid. And he's a up and coming, um, content creator too. And all of his videos are just such bangers. Yeah. Well, so it's been a little bit, you know, since we talked. How have you guys been going to any challenges or cups or anything? Yeah, it's just been it's just been uh, buckets of pre-releases. So, do you know how yeah. to know Ooh, if a set event? Yeah, I know. Do you know how to know if a, <laughs> a set is cracked or not? Because I, Trevor Reed, have gone to pre-releases this set. <laughs> That's how you know it's a yeah, exactly guy. right. I started playing uh, Pokemon in two thousand nine, and I've been to two lifetime pre-releases before Paradox. I have gone to four, would have gone to five if I hadn't uh, woken up incredibly late. But uh, yeah, I played four pre-releases, won three of them, maybe four, because their system shut down, so I don't know if my resistance got me there or not. But it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was actually a lot of fun. Guys thinking about resistance and I know, I was surprised really checking. I, I was surprised checking one in pre-releases. Try hard. Dude. literally sweating so yeah. hard against a five-year-old. <laughs> hey, I didn't face any five-year-olds. Like, how many but... cards in deck? How many cards in hand? How many cards in hand right now? I did actually cards in hand people too because this says I was like, not not because of Iona. I know you like, did. I'm thinking, okay, what your, what's your possible play here? <laughs> uh, I was and you just go against the dude who pulls the Cofagrigus EX that does like 110 and five damage counters to the bench and you're just like, ugh. Oh, dude, no! It was I was I was crushing. That wasn't the broken prelease. The broken prelease was Sprotha was two zero. So Every time you open hard. a Sprotha pack, you're just like, yeah, this is just so over busted. for everyone. Yeah, I yeah. played a Sprotha for the first two, and like, oh, bro, Zatu's if you didn't have a good. iron, was it iron blower, iron bundle, or age slash? You didn't have an iron blower. Iron bundle, iron bundle. If you didn't, yeah, if you didn't have an iron bundle, bro, you're in trouble. Yep, you're in trouble. Or like a if you pulled a counter catcher or a, what was that? Uh, was Chantel was a boss on a coin. Oh, Chantel! Fifty percent hit, fifty percent for boss <laughs> target. But yeah, no, it, it was, was actually sick. Oh, it was fun. It, I like doing doing it with Trevor. was fun. I think uh, even when you're you know, I, well, there was a couple where neither of us really pulled anything. You pulled something the first one. I, I pulled a nothing of in all nice of my pieces except for one of the yeah. bonus pa- one of the prize packs I got from winning one of them. Give me good stuff, but. So I opened really bad standard pre-release drafts, but opened really good, like, extra copies of Tulip, extra copies of Zatu, <laughs> like, that kind of stuff, pre-releases. Yeah. Like, he, he opened Zatu deck and got a Mewtwo, the, like, lightning one that attacks yeah. for psychic energy. That went really hard. The, oh, yeah. 10 plus 30, and it hits lightning. God. Like, uh, Terastalize Mewtwo. I, mm-hmm. I opened an Aegislash Zatu yeah. pre-con, and I opened another, like, Aegislash line, another Zatu line, and an Aegislash EX, and I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of insane. Oh, my God. But um, H yeah. slash EX too. Yeah, baby, two medals for two twenty uh, broken. I, it's very good. I pulled a uh, Armourouge EX. Armourouge actually really hard and, uh, to kill. That is a great pre-release draft. Yeah, that was scary. Very good <laughs> with scary. uh Turbo Energize the TM. So I was just loading it up with Fire Energies. Mm. Then I lost to uh, H slash because that's a... you can Turbo Energize to yourself. 
Not to one of your beds? Uh, no, I like, anywhere on your board I, like, opened something random and then attached Turbo Energize. Oh, right, right, okay. And it's went only the bench. bench. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I think it is any way you like. Uh, I also but. played a, I played a 2004 tournament, too. I played an old format tournament. Um, there was the War of 04. Oh, yeah. Happened last weekend, and I played in that. There's, like, 64 people. There's a lot of really good players. Uh, Sebastian Crema, who uh, top eight that year. A couple other guys uh, who had some stuff going on, and I got a top eight finish. So, I actually kind of threw in top eight, to be honest. Cool. I had a, an incorrect attach. Like, I thought it was fine, but it actually wasn't fine. I played a Lantern Medicham Gorbis. Mm-hmm. And oh, nice! That's a sick deck. I honestly got outplayed. The dude went uh, aggro Delcaddy, and Delcaddy's like a support Pokemon. It's like almost never used as a swinger. Mm-hmm. And so we put two energy on it. I'm like, why is he attacking with Delcaddy? And I was like, whatever. I don't really care. Like, I'll just if I get enough energy on these Gorbis, I'll just blow up whatever he's attacking with. And I wasn't able to get there in time, and so I had to two shot him. But that let him like win on the prize trade uh, when I could have attached to a Metacham and attacked. Or a Metatite, and potentially drawn into Metacham. The thing is, I didn't have the Metacham in hand. I had the Gorbis in hand, so I was like, not sure. But hindsight, I think I if I had attached there, maybe it could have been a different game. Um, but there still would have been a game three where he would have gone. Mm. Get to go on first. Blaziken is just so good. They came up with this crazy Blaziken deck. It had a Corsola in it. That's like really not ever played, but it's from what? Hidden Legends for one colorless. Yeah, one one colorless because you play Dunsparce. So you Dunsparce, you look for three Pokemon. That's one of your three. And then Dunsparce can switch, so you switch into this course. I'll read it. It's actually really good. Um, is this the, like, stadium one? One colorless. Let's do, like, draw cards. Uh, no, it's, like, one colorless. Uh, oh, Coral Glow. Draw a number of cards up to the number yeah, of your opponent's glow. basic Pokemon in play. You can't have more than 10 cards in your hand in this way. <laughs> That's so funny. They yeah. had to nerf But it's it. really good because <laughs> Dunsparce meta, everyone is, like, just Dunsparcing for three Pokemon and maybe benching one. So they have a bench of four. And so you get to go, like, Dunsparce, do the same thing, and then also next turn, if I don't really have anything going on, you just draw, like, four cards, which is, like, really not bad uh, when you can also draw with Delcaddy. So you're seeing, like, seven cards in a turn. <laughs> it's really cool. They And both of them uh, saw each other in top four, and I think Blaze lost to Robin Schultz in finals, who also uh, was in the tournament. Robin Schultz took it down with Magma. Dang. He played super good. Magma OP. But it was cool to see, like, new stuff happening for 2004, even though it's, like, literally almost two decades since mm-hmm. that format was a thing. Wild. Almost 20 years in the past. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Corsola. I love fun. this Before Pokemon. Is a fun format. Corsola's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. What did I... Yeah, nothing much other than that. No, no like, official tournaments. You play any official tournaments or anything? Yeah, I played in a league challenge. Played Guardi as well. Oh, obviously, like, I went to... Um, why I wasn't on the pod because I went to freaking Sacramento and Peoria. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> I was about to talk about yep. a league challenge instead. <laughs> um, got second <laughs> at the league challenge. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, but also did very bad at a uh, Peoria and Sacramento, which was a little unfortunate. I played Guardi at Peoria, and I was happy with my list, but I think I overestimated how good Guardi was into the format. It's just a lot of lost box and like. Charizard was also an iffy matchup, and those were the top two decks at Peoria. And so I also had some abysmal prizing. Oh, my God. But I think uh, ultimately the the problem there was just, like, Guardi's position in the in the meta because you kind of need to pop off, I feel like, a little bit in order to beat some of those matchups. And so hmm. uh, I went, like, whiffed points at Peoria, um, 
got the same record, 4-3-2, at Sacramento and got 20 points. So I guess I'll take it. <laughs> Five, 12 points, <laughs> no, baby. I played Let's Charizard go. there. Five, 12 points. Points is points. Yeah, I played Charizard at Sacramento because Drew put me on it the night before. I was like, uh, he, he had the Delphox in there, and I was like, that's cool. I want to play that. <laughs> uh, and played it, and I think it was just like fine. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it was. I was gonna say, I think sw- something about to touch on switching last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely shouldn't. Trevor and I were talking about this a little <laughs> while ago. I just think it's like it's so easy to do, though. You know, mm-hmm. especially if someone comes to you with an idea. Like, and I think also there's like positions where you can really get rewarded for it. So it's not always yeah. like something to be aware, something to be like you know aware of not doing. Sometimes it's the move. Sometimes you should switch, but like I think most of the time it's not could the correct play. Yeah, just like Trevor was talking about it because he played a. What was it? It was the like Sino cut, and when you played the Guardy that day, you're like, I just shouldn't have just like last minute change. I should have mm. stuck with like yeah, like, I, what I thought was good for the tournament. What I like was even though it didn't, it didn't end, end up, up actually mattering whatsoever either way. Up. But I actually should have done yeah. is cut Artisan because Artisan's a like, bad card. Could've. But um, I should have cut. I should have <laughs> kept. I should have. Yeah, I should have kept Sino and cut Artisan for a league headquarters. That would have been better. Um, because Artisan just is just awful card. Holy shit. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a bad yeah. card. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't yeah, have switched. Switching last minute. I, I probably shouldn't have, but I was kind of iffy about Guardi because I couldn't settle on a on a list that I really liked that like had a little bit of an edge against Lost Box and against Charizard because I was like, mm. basically I was balancing between trying to add more text to make like some of the matchups better but then also sacrificing consistency when like consistency is what you need to beat some of those matchups as well. And so I just was like not happy with the list that I had at the time. And then Drew Kennett um, showed me his Charizard list and he had Saguaro in there, the heal 50 from two of your Pokemon. He was like, this destroys the lost box matchup. And I was like, that's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> that's, that's spicy. Um, so we tried that out played some games then we ended up uh cutting the saguaro and just adding penny back in because penny was just like better and a switch card also yep and so it just turned into just regular charizard (laughs) um and then i ended up just playing regular charizard so i think i should have thought about it a little bit more and i kind of wish i played saguaro in my gardevoir deck instead because not only is it good against the Lost Box matchup and, you know, marginally good against uh, the Rapid Strike matchup as well if you can if you can get it. If, uh, sometimes they just run over you and just KO all your Curlias and that's it. Um, but good in the Lost Box matchup, marginally good against Rapid Strike. Um, but also good against Charizard because you can put six energy on your Gardevoir, heal 50 with Saguaro, and then put three more Psychic Energies on there. So it's kind of just like an extra option if you can't find Reversal. Um and so I think I should have played something like that. And with uh, Guardi with Spiritomb. Because I think Spiritomb has a lot of value in the format right now, too. So that was... That's fair. Yeah, I think Spiritomb's a good card in the format, for sure. Yeah, and it would have helped me against Vulpix, because there was a ton of Vulpix at Sacramento. Ended up tying one with Charizard, um, which was unfortunate. but Because uh, I, I, I had a path to the peak in my Charizard deck before, and we ended up like cutting it. Um, last minute to include Manaphy because Drew Kennett did not have Manaphy in his Charizard deck. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, yeah. definitely need one of those. <laughs> well, we were testing it and we were like, do you need Char- or Manaphy in Charizard? Like, maybe you don't. Like, it's yeah. so bad after turn one. Oh, like, but that turn one is real important. Uh, 
It's yeah, so it's pretty oh, important. So Not important. getting <laughs> both of your Charmander's Greninja is pretty it's, large. Uh, right. yes. The, yes. the Chen Chen Boy and uh, and Box Box Man. Yeah, we. We were testing it and we were like, maybe maybe it's okay to not have it because like they go for the Greninja play. You can Iona them to four, like you know, KO their uh, Greninja, and like if you get Lost City, you Lost Zone it, which is really good against uh, Lost Box. But you see, you're not gonna be like you're gonna have no Charmanders on board at that point, (laughs) and no Pidgey, (laughs) and no Pidgey. Like your yeah, your board is dead. That is uh, is over. (laughs) Yeah, so we're like, okay, what's the what's the reasonable cut here? Let's cut the Pats a peak. That was our Vulpix counter and then ended up going against one, which is kind of annoying. But um, I probably should have just played Gardevoir. That was my comfort deck, but whatever. I ran out of time, and uh, the allure of, of switching to a, a spicy Charizard deck got me. But got 20 points, so I guess I can't complain too much. Resist the temptation, listeners. Yeah. Most of the time, don't switch. Don't sometimes. switch. Or maybe before Worlds. <laughs> before, <laughs> maybe, maybe switch day before day two of Worlds is what you should do. Just because your deck gets through yeah, day go, one yeah, doesn't mean bro. it gets through day two. You never know. I said maybe before Worlds because I feel like Worlds is the one tournament where everyone's working on like the spiciest some real sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> some like actual where you see a list and you're like, okay, uh, let me sleeve this up. I need to play some games. Mm-hmm. So I think I mean, there are situations where so when so like for example <laughs> they show uh, me Turbo Reggies. <laughs> I wish that I had <laughs> no no not Turbo Reggies. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Worlds 2018. I like heard about uh shrine like buzzwall like shrine buzz with reggie rock and garbage like single pri- single prize mm-hmm. um that did so well in day one because you beat buzzwall you beat like a lot of stuff in the format and i was like oh i want to play it and i didn't and i'm glad i didn't switch i got to win it in and then lost it but i was also like that would be a situation where i'd be like maybe if i had a few games with the deck the night before i could see myself being like okay this deck's actually just crazy like you're Sometimes you just find a deck that just has good matchups into like everything you're looking for. Yeah. And I think that might be the time where you're like, okay, maybe we switch. Well, it's so hard sometimes too, right? Because if you're if you find out about it the night before and you only have time to play like a couple games with it, you're so susceptible to like small sample size. True. And you can draw like double battle VIP True. pass every single game and you're like, Oh my god, this deck is broken. I love Chen Pao. And then you play that the next day, and yeah. you mill three Irides off of your Pokestop. Hey, you hey, go. if you're Grant Chen, you should play <laughs> Chen Pao. <laughs> if you're Grant Chen, you should play. Dude, I saw this Japanese meme. It was literally like Chen Pao, and it's like this kitten with Chen Pao uh, like teeth. And then there's one that's like Grant Shen Pao, and it's like this like <laughs> snow leopard with like uh, the Chen Pao teeth. It was so funny. Oh, my God. He, he's... Yeah, some people just like love this, this Chen Pao deck. Uh, Jared Grimes too. He he did. He's been doing pretty well with Chen Pao as well. Yeah, he top sixty Ford back to back. I don't think that's the same. It is list. a different that's list. That's a different list. Uh, but it is also it's interesting. He plays Tomb in that list. I saw him playing Tomb. I mean, I think you just didn't go he first. Have Rotom yeah. V. He did. Yeah. I had Rotom V too. Which and Tomb. I saw them yeah. both in play at one point. And I was like, I get, I get that Rotom V is for setting up, but like, if you're relying on one to set up, how does like can you? I don't know. It just seems kind of counterintuitive, right? Like mm-hmm. if you need to play it, but you also need to slow down like a Lugia or something. Right. Or if you start Spirit Tomb and you're like, man, I wish I could use my Rotom V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. Now all I can u- use is its it is attack. Scrap short. 40 plus 40 for oh every God. tool you discard or you lost zone from. Not right now. <laughs> Next format when Lightning is in Chen. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, then you can actually use it. Let's go. But the, uh, oh all the lists God. I've been seeing are Should playing we, uh... like one Lightning, but... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so speaking of Toronto, Pretty let's let's go into like the top eight because 
Um, JW got uh, he's won a regionals before, right? He's, this he, is his third regionals win. win. Third regionals win. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So good player here taking down the regionals. Not really a surprise to very many people. I didn't watch finals though. Did you? Guys he, I I did. He absolutely chopped the guard of war because the guard of war could not get anything going two games. Really yeah. love to see it. It was it was pretty it was pretty brutal. It was like the guard of war did literally nothing for two games just tried to not die every turn and then eventually did die uh-huh. um i mean jw played it very yeah, well as actually like his plays were very clean he definitely like maximized like punishes um forced uh the guardy to like hit the most possible um but it was just also just a guard mm-hmm. guardy was just like looking at hands and it was like okay like first game it was just like couldn't get anything going got the uh, Mir- Mir- uh, mirage steps off but then couldn't get anything after that um, even with the draws, and then second game, Mirage steps was prized, and it was like one Ralts board kind of situation. Mm. And then I don't think yeah, they, took, they didn't see, take a prize card say, is all like, game. Oof, that's what I was gonna say. Is Mirage step is uh, you know supposed to help those situations, but uh, not after prized. Well, one game prize, and then one game it was like that's literally got out two Ralts or two um, Karelia, but it was just like did not matter. It, it didn't they didn't draw anything. Damn. Also, uh, single strike Lugia in top four. That definitely did not expect that. I kind of did. Oh, really? I actually didn't know that. I. Yeah, single strike. Lugia I didn't like single strike as, as a play. I would have played Guardi if I was going to Toronto. Um, but I, I, I understand why they played it. I just don't. Th- I didn't think there was gonna be enough Maridon to justify it. And honestly, overall, there was not that much Maridon, and it didn't even convert that well in the day two. It's just that JW yeah. was like the lone like. Shooting for the stars, Maridon, which got there. Mm-hmm. He also played like good text. Like they played the Zapdos, the Pope. Yeah, I actually really like the list. Really I, I, I saw the list a little bit earlier, strike, and it's like very, very uh, clean. Lugia. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. He played against uh, Control on stream, and the Pogo Zapdos actually would have, I think, just like destroyed that matchup. But he he didn't end up going for it. But he like lost a really long game one, where he probably should have gone Pogo Zapdos, but then like ended up losing it. And then it was funny because game two, he just donked a Pidgeot V going second and then tied. <laughs> Bodied. <laughs> and that's why you don't play control, <laughs> folks. Uh, that's why you don't play control because mm. control is really bad on best yes. of 350. Yeah. So this Lugia list just yeah. looks, this is so vanilla. Pretty this standard. Is the most like boring really list I've seen top eight originals in a while. Just this is this is literally yeah it's just like so vanilla single strike Lugia everything yep. makes sense yeah yeah it's pretty vanilla four boss is good uh Serena's probably really good as well there's lost box is not stopping being a thing yeah definitely right I, yeah, if you're playing single were, strike you definitely play probably Serena. just trying to farm lost box and lost box was most yeah, played in day box. one and then it converted really well into day two what was the yep. conversions I actually didn't see that oh, I have was it like somewhere. lost box number one and then let me tell you. Was Lost Box number one going into day two also? Um, I can tell you in just a second here. Um, maybe I can't. This is for you listeners. The people need to know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, one sec here. I have to remember where I saw it. But, um, yeah. The no. people yearn for the data. What I can do is while I'm trying to stall here and get <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what uh, I can do. Okay, so <laughs> d- day one, it was like number one was box into second Charizard, which Charizard is always just second place because people play it. Um, and and James Arnold just because he got top four finally with Azul doing it does not mean it's good. 
Um, and, then, and then Lugia, uh, Chen Pao, Gardevoir, and then Maradon was the least played of the top six. It was 10% of the meta. Um, mm. And then... Um, I don't know if the like t conversion will show up. I've tried to Google that before, and it's like kind of hard to find unless you screenshot it while it's like streaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, did you say that? But you're not a fan of Charizard, Trevor. No, I think it's a very bad deck. I think it's a deck. I that... kind of agree after playing it for all of Sacramento. <laughs> so it's so here's the thing: is it's like it has good mechanics as far as what it's doing, but it has almost like zero maneuverability in matchups like you're basically just set up zard you swing you have pidgeot they can like make like sometimes like your text you can make cool plays um but a lot of times you're actually you're like waiting more on your opponent to misstep than for you to do something to trap your opponent mm -hmm. yeah your route is so linear with zard like i know exactly what an opposing zard not only is gonna do but like the damage they're capable of doing throughout the game you know so i can just you can play a route around that really easily, I've found. Because our locals, there's lots of Zards always. And like, mm -hmm. if you're playing good in a 50-50, it feels like you kind of have ways to, you know, either hitting two Zards uh, with something that can't get KO'd, like a Lugia. Like, you go, like, hit Zard, and then boss hit Zard, so that, like, they don't just one-shot your next Lugia V-Star, mm -hmm. right? It's just, I don't know. Yeah, that there's, makes there's sense. stuff you can do against And it's, yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, I, it feels like once they, feels like once they get set up, they're just like you know they they do their quick search for the turn and they grab their one card and they pretend to like shuffle yep. shuffle it in their hand they, and then play boss and you're and like, then they boss yeah. you you're like i know you just quick search for a boss like uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> what else are you gonna do it's literally all you have to do with and, that deck and like yeah and like that that's kind of it right um is that like i feel that newer players or less experienced players will fall into the pits that you can with Charizard. And then Charizard is also like pretty consistent at getting up to the turn to Zard. And sometimes like if you're starting slow, you're just going to get like blown out by Charizard just doing like 180, you know, 180 big 330 HP guy. I can search out boss or um, Iona at will. Right. Um, but it's, it's just, there's, it's like, if you're playing box or so many routes you have, um, if you're playing Lugia, you should just be winning that matchup. There's not, not a lot they can do. Um, and I say this also as, uh, just saying I have not seen Azul's list that he top forward with. Um, yeah, me neither. So, like, maybe he's figured, maybe he figured something out with the list. I don't know. Um, that makes it spicier and five rare candy. I mean, that would, that would help. Broken. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I like it actually probably a little bit more with Devo Tool. Then you also run into a meta game where it's like you have now Valiant and Hands running around. Yeah. So I kind of think you're out of the frying pan. Yeah. The fire. Yeah. I don't think Charizard is playable anymore. I I think this it's next format. Like, I th I think it's less playable than it is now, but I also think that it's actually like more. There's more you can do with it next format. Um. Yeah. There's so, more you can do with it, but not if you don't have any Charizard. I think that's the thing with a lot of decks. <laughs> like a lot of decks got like some piece from Pidgeot from Paradox Rift, like that like helps their deck a lot, like Evoluter or you know something that just helps their deck but that compared to like what other decks got and like new decks that came out got are just like mm -hmm. you're trying to like keep up with turbo moon that's like on a dirt bike and you're on a like tricycle like you're just <laughs> not you're just not gonna be able to do it well they just right? like I, I Tre trevor and i were talking about it and he's saying how that's like the new standard for speed like i haven't yeah. played a lot mm -hmm. of games with it but trev has and like 
if you're just not able to like keep up with a turn two moon with like maybe a tool on it like that's a 280 pri- double prize basic attacking yeah that's what oh, did i say 280 290 is actually like a, yeah, I meant a pretty fairly big break point it's so so <laughs> relevant yeah um, super mm-hmm. massive yeah 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 uh, yeah and yeah because you don't even have to use the first attack that like no. damages itself it's better if you don't right mm-hmm. like if you need to it's fine but you you set yourself up to get counter KO'd by like a Greninja or you know something else that can just do ninety mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. more to you. It's like a single but, prize. But yeah, no, I feel yeah, it feels like Pokemon kind of hit the nos on this new set. They're like, um, we're gonna have right, Iron Valiant that you can just switch, 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 Yoga Loop, Trevor. KO stuff, turn one. Pretty much, Blah. you go, Trevor. No, it's good. I, we can cut you off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like I it's just like I feel like the deck right now is like 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 Iron um uh, not Iron Valiant huh. Roaring Moon is going to be a skill check in the next format, kind of how I feel like Charizard is a skill check in this format. And unfortunately, a lot of players cannot succeed that skill check or draw poorly enough in a game that they can't, like, you know, it's, it's like a clock, right? Like, Charizard just immediately is a clock deck kind of thing. And now the thing yeah. about it is the clock doesn't do much to you other than be like, okay, I, I'm doing an attack for turn, which mm-hmm. you know the damage of, and I'm either Iona or Boston this next turn. And you know that as a player. So it's like, can I do enough damage to take down these Zards before that happens? And you know that'll happen like every turn, right? And there's there's just so many ways for a lot of the decks to just like run through that. And it's like and it's why you see like you see like, you know, like like fifteen percent of the tournament is like Zard. And then like no one top like sixteens with it, or like like Zool finally is like the one champion in North America to like take a Zard to like a top pit finish. Um and once again, like maybe he's found something crazy cracked in the list that like you know makes that like completely invalidates everything I've just said. But if it's the same as the Zards that I've been seeing running around, then it's just like yeah, you just skill check, you skill check and, and draw check people. And that's about it. And like some decks are like do that as well, but like there's like almost no counterplay you can do other than just doing the like one support per turn. And I yeah do not like that. I told my my roommate after because. Uh, he was testing Zard for Toronto. He played it this weekend, and so we were testing it before, and I told him after playing Zard uh, at Sacramento and just playing it a lot more, I was like, this feel, this deck feels like a really good pre-release deck. It just feels like yeah. I'm like, yep, attach <laughs> my energy for turn. Ooh, I'm going to play my supporter and attack, and, and it, <laughs> that's it. And, like, and I think actually- I'm like, biggest... oh, my Charizard got damaged. I'm going to retreat this one into this other one. Attack. This is, I don't know. It's just so simple. <laughs> and I think one of the biggest things I don't like it actually is that you can't draw outdraw your opponent with Zard. Really, um, like you can like I mean like you can draw better than your opponent, of course, because but like you're, it's so easy yeah. for the Zard to set up. But then like there's not like any more ceiling for you to go. You you can't hit the nuts once you're already established. Boy, yeah, like, like you're hitting the nuts is oh I Pidgeot. Guys, you're like boss. oh I'm I'm hitting the nuts. I'm popping off uh, one eighty. Exactly. <laughs> <Not even K-O-ing. laughs> and, and and like and like you know like so people are gonna be like okay like why wouldn't you rather it's just a consistent deck that does the thing and I'm like yes but I would like a consistent deck that does the thing where I can either outmaneuver or it's like do things that can make my opponent not win as opposed to just being like all right let's let's see if you can uh, let's see if you can hit your stuff or know how to play your stuff either or. And that's just like mm-hmm. the, I think that's the, one of the guess, worst feelings to have as a player. That if you if you are confident in your own ability, I think that's one of the worst things you can do to yourself in a run. Mm-hmm. Is that your opponent have I think full that control? Kind of hits. I think that kind of hits on the point that Karen was talking about uh, with Chen Pao 
where he's like, I'm going to play Chen Pao for these regionals because if I pop off, I win. Like, there is not a matchup that I lose if I pop off. Yeah. Whereas, like, Zard, it's like, if I pop off, I can still 100% lose this game. There's no better draw with Zard. Like, you're you're either hitting your, like, 70%. Like, I'm doing my thing, but you're not, like, ever hitting Switcher, Cologne, Greninja on turn two Mm -hmm. when they have, like, a board of two routes. So, if Trevor Reed is flipping 100% and drawing 100% on Lukia, you know that I'm winning infinite tournaments with it. (laughs) <laughs> and like and you don't like you just don't draw that it's impossible to draw that well like overall but right, if i do right. like you're you're seeing me win three internationals in one day like you know <laughs> but in one day in one day we're speed running that um but if you see a zard player drawing 100 i think they're still massively unfavored to win the tournament yeah and yeah, if you're yeah. playing like a deck that's like a that point. i'm like why like like what's the point i might as well play a deck that's also like similarly consistent but then gives me a shot i might as well play right on honestly like yeah like i'm still gonna consistently get that turn two like a lot of the time but now i have the option to potentially high roll with like judge pass or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. or like a turn one yeah boss exactly KO. like now i have the chance to potentially like jw the tournament right like <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I just don't think there's a meta where zard is actually the correct play like maybe except outside of that um was it brazil uh regionals but those are because those guys, that, that group of people um, that, that played it, like, found a new list and, like, innovated it. And it was really good into a field of people playing really inconsistent lists and not respecting Zard because of that, right? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I'm interested to see Zool's list and see if he did something similar or he just is built different. It's probably just the same. It's probably just he's built different. Like, let's be honest here. It's probably just the same. It also only matters for, like, a week, and it doesn't even really matter unless you're playing a tournament mm-hmm. in this format. Though, so. I, I think, I think I it matters, we, we matters less more. for, like, how the deck, act, like, is in the meta, especially, but more matters as a deck building and picking your play mentality. Yeah, totally. Is what I would totally. take from it. Well, so we could talk about the the last interesting deck that top aided, because the other decks are just more Champau, more Lost Box. Um but Hermani got fifth with Lost Zone Gudra, which I've kind of been just like thinking it's it would be a good play for some of these tournaments, but never pulled the trigger just because like it has some inconsistencies that I don't love. Um, if you hit like a stray Giratina Lost Box, you just lose. Um, and also, I don't know, it's so easy to play around Gudra with just like bossing stuff, but you do have some good matchups if you can. Um, uh, it's true. I, if you can set up, I kind of like the deck. No, you know, not get bossed. Especially like a loss, a loss box heavy meta. You could uh, definitely just hit some. So I, I, I like that. playing yeah, Gudra more than Charizard. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Yeah, you yeah. pop off as Gudra. You can hit a turn two. Turn two turn gate two set up. You only have three other one prizes on board after they've taken like two, and you're like, wait, you can't kill this last this Gudra. That's awesome. That's so high. <laughs> I have routes that aren't just swing yeah. two prizes. I don't know. I think Gudra's like. I think Gudra's fine. Um, He's also a good player too. I played him in EUIC. He was uh we ended up tying. Um we I was like probably gonna win the game three, but it was also like we did not have nearly enough time to even get into that. Um but um yeah, he's definitely a good player. He's been on Gudra for like ever. So I if I, I, I could definitely see I definitely blew when I saw him get top eight twice, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like mm. This guy's run was actually kinda crazy. He goes he he starts seven zero. He plays Charizard, Gudra, Gudra, Box, Box, Lugia, Chen Pao, destroys all of them. But uh, yeah, hit four Lost Zone decks, but two were Gudra mirror matches. 
Yo. Sounds awful. <laughs> and both of the other Gudras went four four one and four five. Dude dude is literally murdering his disciples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They fell so he could he could fly. Oh my god. Um anything interesting. Lost to an, when you have lost to, to an arc. Yeah. Part of the game. Lost to an Arcdura, lost to a Charizard, and then lost to JW. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting run. I don't think this deck will be good uh, after Paradox since Giratina is apparently good again. But we could talk about that after trivia. Well, <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. Yeah, we'll put a pin in. <laughs> All right. We'll definitely get back to that. Well, let's... I'm sure Trevor has some things to say about uh, that. Oh, yes, we'll but see. you might be surprised. I, there's some, been some, mm-hmm. there's been really? some uh, Japan results that have come out. I'll see if I can find them while we're doing trivia. But... I've seen the Japan results. Okay, cool. Uh, if you could pull up the picture, that would be. I have a picture right here. Also, but we should discuss those. Um, oh, sweet, perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's. Is that the one that uh, Heggy posted? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was Hegister. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. He's tweeting like a lot of glimpses into Japan. But we'll do that after trivia. Is what you're about to say, right? Because we'll do Direction. that after trivia. He stole my thunder, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I we didn't even have a bad deck to talk about to <laughs> transition there into. That's kind of it's kind of weird. Okay, so Fortress EX <laughs> is a new card. Charizard was that a bad deck. blows itself up and attaches five grass energy to your colossal from battle. Okay, styles. so anyway, I'll start <laughs> okay, there we go. Now it feels right. In two thousand world, <laughs> two thousand four worlds, in top eight, my friend Kalamal got top eight. What was a Pokemon in his deck in two thousand four? Two thousand four. Top four at Worlds. Top four at Worlds in the Masters Division. Did he play Nidoqueen? He did not. That was not a deck in 2004. It's a 2005 deck. Oh, you're right. I'm dumb dumb. I have oh, no idea oh. what's... Frick, I Give threw. You gonna take a guess. Uh, did he play a Jirachi? Hmm. Let me check the list. I'm not I sure. I think that came out in think, 2005. No, he didn't. I don't think I think Deoxys came out in 2005. Yeah, that's also... Oh, I guess there was Hidden Legends, yeah. Jirachi, but... Did he play a Sandstorm Dunsparce? Take another stab, stab at it. He actually did not. No, that's such a good not. card in 2004. No. Thought he, I had it. He did not. It is, one, it is probably the best card in 2004 that's like played in almost every deck. But he did not play that card. This is actually a really big hint for anyone at home that doesn't know it. And it's familiar with 2004. Um, Take another stab in the dark, Trev. Yeah, go for it. I have no idea what 2004 Mons existed. Uh, did he play an Ariados? <laughs> ah, that would be no, too funny. No, he did not. <laughs> no. That would have been crazy, though. That was Unseen Forces, right? Or is, was there another Ariados in 2004? That was Unseen Forces, yeah. 2006. That was 2006. Yeah, 2006. The other one's really bad. Um, uh, He played... Do you want to take another guess, Andrew? Then I'll tell you if you can't figure it out. Trevor uh, definitely just doesn't know. <laughs> I'm trying to enter my mind, pals. Oh, okay. He had to play like a Delcaddy, right? Like all the decks played Delcaddy, or is that wrong? No. Dang. No. No. You're getting bodied. Uh, <laughs> these are all great guesses for what it's worth. But, is it? Yeah. Frick. Oh no. Um. Got a guess, Trev? <laughs> what Pokemon was in 2004? Um. Did he play a Mew? <laughs> it's like. Uh, ah. he did not. <laughs> Get absolutely destroyed. He played Waylord EX with Blossom and Well, Fossil. I was yeah. never going to guess awful. anything even close to that yeah. ever. Yeah. What? Waylord Way- EX Waylord from Sandstorm? Was the two. 
Yeah, it has like 200 HP and for like water, I think it's like five water or four water in a colorless. It does 100 minus a damage counter, a damage for each damage counter on Waylord. Um, this card is awful. Just healed off with a blossom and yeah it's really bad but <laughs> if you can stall until you start attacking with it and have three it's not so bad. it also heals itself yeah and it switches you got it, top right? eight, man you got literally got top eight it has yeah, a it five it. retreat then, cost yeah i know <laughs> and then the like fossils the spun or the leap the whatever one for the leap is bad the root, root fossil. fossil is bad but the claw fossil if they hit into it they take 10 which is not bad yeah that's actually kind of relevant when like the stage twos yeah, have 120 relevant. HP and you're doing Root fossil 100. heals ten in between turns, which actually can be relevant too. But yeah, it's kind of a cool. Day. It's the only thing that wasn't uh, magma or blaziken or shiftry. It's one other shiftry, two blazekins, and Japan rolled everyone with magma. Yeah, for three of the top four holy and four holy. of the top eight. How did uh, Waylord pair against magma? Yeah, they murked us that year. Uh, Waylord, I don't know if Waylord played against magma. I don't. Uh, I can check the bracket one sec. That'd be kind of interesting. Because Waylord, um, yeah, I can see Waylord would get bodied by like Skeptile, but no one played that in 2004, right? Because it, no. it was weak to grass. No, Skeptile Valplin was a great is a great deck in 2004, but nobody knew about that deck yet. Uh, okay. Um, so he played uh quarterfinal, yeah, quarterfinals is top eight. Uh, he played Magma, and that is it can definitely be a bad matchup. Mm. And hmm. then it was. But that's sick. Uh, he played against Yamato, who won. So, it's, I mean, if you're going to go out, yeah, going out to the guy that takes it, it's not so bad. That's kind of sick. Nice. Waylord EX before the big boy Waylord EX. Yep. Nice. All right, Trev. What you got? All righty. What, what, what did Google tell us? Oh, you see, how much does Bennett weigh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a ghost. It uh, doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> is that your guess? Hmm. No. <laughs> Think about it more, Andrew. Uh, I mean, it's literally uh, just. I'm a going to guess. Thing. I guess one point eight pounds. Okay, one point eight pounds Final. for Drew. Yep. <laughs> is it? Is it higher? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, what are you? Yeah, Bro, what is, what is the point of trivia? Is it higher than Drew's? <laughs> I'm trying to win, man. I'm trying to get those sweet, sweet points that don't matter. Okay. <laughs> if you have to win like that, is it really winning? <laughs> no. I'm going to guess 25 pounds. Oh, you're close. Bro is Dunyan rings. Is 20, Was I close? He's 28 close? and a half pounds. <laughs> Let's oh, go. I got Absolutely farmed. That was closer. <laughs> Dude, I literally got farmed. I mean, he is a ghost, and he's also just a doll. How is it? Like, dolls are light, and ghosts Negative are feelings are heavy. So how the hell does he weigh 28 pounds? <laughs> That's true enough, honestly. He does have some negative feelings towards his owner. <laughs> the weight of what happened to the him. The weight of your sins are very heavy. <laughs> Bennett is definitely... Bennett and Drifloon are the two Pokemon that are like, okay, all right, you're hunting down your ex-owner and also carrying away children. Please stop kidnapping people, Drifloon. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put the names of three Pokemon in chat. And then Hi chat. Um, let's see. What was the last one? <laughs> uh oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um this okay. Alright, I want you to tell me what these three V Star Pokemon, what their V Star attacks do. 
Oh, is Hisuian and Typhlosion V-Star free? Uh, if there's four damage counters on that Pokemon for one second, it gets knocked out. Yep. Okay, Absolutely. Nice. You know that because I just showed you that card recently. <laughs> I definitely he's pretty good. Definitely show me kind of cool with Iron Valiant. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest uh, with you, Chief. I don't, I don't know what those other two do at all. I, I should know. I have read both of those before, read multiple times as I've gone through the bulk at uh, yeah. EGM. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So the so sorry. The cards are Mawile V Star, Hisuian Typhlosion V Star, and Hisuian Samurott V Star. Name yeah. the what the attacks do. I think the Samurott is like. It's too dark. For yeah, sure. for sure. Mm, that, you're thinking of the regular attack. Am I? The regular oh. attack. Oh, is it's too an dark. ability. Mm. It's put four damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. Hey, nice. is, that's the V Star. Mm-hmm. That's a V Star power. Oh, I'm about to play that with Iron Valiant. <laughs> I feel like Mawile was like, I don't know. I don't remember Mawile. I thought it was like a. I thought it was like a really like, bad know. boss. Was it maybe? Oh, 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 is it my coming close? Something? Uh-huh. Bad, bad boss. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> what could be a bad boss? Um, probably doesn't have a cost, but it's probably a tap. Probably ability. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. You're thinking of boss when maybe you should be thinking of a different bossing. Oh, card it's um, it's it's point. boss. Your opponent's active, but it switches it, this active, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not boss. It's uh, what's it called? Hey. What was that card called in like twenty sixteen to twenty twenty two? Guzma. Guzma. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Bad boss. Yeah. Yeah. Mawile's interesting. Oh, yeah, you, you didn't play during that time. Mawile's interesting because it's one of the uh, only just disclaimer. Not that Guzma is a bad powers. card. Just that I didn't play during the time when Guzma was out. <laughs> <laughs> Mawile V-Star is interesting because it's one of the only V-Star powers with a conditional. Was, so like well, Giratina oh. V-Star, you need 10 cards in Lost Zone. This one has to be on the bench. Oh, it has to be on the bench. Okay. You cannot use it if Mawile V-Star is active. Mm. Huh. Um, and is it just and, an ability that, right? Yeah, it's ability. Yeah, okay. Second part of the question, which is going to be a little tougher. Can you name any of these V-Star attacks? <laughs> oh, you got me there. Mm. <laughs> Trevor just traded for his Hisuian Typhlosion V-Star. I saw him trading some kid VIPs uh, and gave him a VIPs for his Typhlosion V-Star. Let, let's line. let's see if I can go through the Mind Palace and like remember what the card looks like. One second. <laughs> you, remember, Trevor. You all successfully remember. named what the attacks do. But I think can you it's, name uh, it's um, a Hollow Flame, I think. No, no, no. That's, I think that's the first attack. Is that the first attack or is it the V? Yeah, that's the first attack. Oh, it's the first attack. Okay, the Shimmering Star is the second one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that star. was the V yeah, or the V star, star that I was looking at, but that's um, I was I went to the Mind Palace. Yep, Typhlosion V stars like... V star attack is Shimmering Star. Yes, nice. That's I do great. not remember the the Maybe names. I don't know. remember the names of the other two. Wait, I can. Okay, it's time for me to brain blast. <laughs> I need to try to brain blast now. Because uh, I d- I did I didn't like play the Samurott, but like. I had seen it played. It's so interesting because um, we've probably seen these cards a billion times, like going over different cards in the format. So and just like I, what V stars are viable and stuff. But I'm, I'm also gonna be honest for the Mawile and for the the Samurott, I have not read like the names of the cards. Just read the abilities. <laughs> um, the okay, his- Mawile makes sense, but like Samurott, that's kind of like kind of maybe competitively viable, or it was 
potentially viable yeah, at one point. Yeah, maybe for like one or two sets. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like I pulled one of these too because I got this is a Astral Radiance card, mm-hmm. right? Like I I think I opened yeah I opened one because I got like a bunch of Astral Radiance packs. Samurott's V Star Power. Cool, I remember it sounding so it cool. Is too. three wait, words. Wait, no, I'm so close. Okay. I I I will star. not be able to tell you this. And the third, third, <laughs> the third one, the third one is definitely star. Yeah. <laughs> something something star. Something something star. Can you give me the name of the attack on the card? Not the like, uh, not the power that drops four counters, but the name of the attack. Uh, I just like don't want to think about that and then get mixed up with it and be like, oh that. Samurots. Okay, it, I'm, I haven't looked it up yet. I believe it's merciless blade. Let me see. Let's go. Merciless Blade. 110 plus 110 if the Pokemon already has damage counters on it. Oh, I swear to God, I know this. <laughs> Starts with an M. Oh, Mooncleave Star? Yeah, yeah, yeah good Moon job. <laughs> nice job. And then Mawile Star. Cool Star Rondo. That doesn't even sound like a Mawile attack. <laughs> star rondo yep so we got lightning like rondo lightning. yeah sounds like draw one card on your v star attack that's not what lightning rondo i was is. never getting moon cleave star or, or star rondo in a million years <laughs> oh lightning rondo is the attack yeah yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> fleet footed <laughs> yeah true you fool uh yeah my roommate oh, asked me so. uh what those we went through all of the v star attacks and he was like what do all of these do and i was like i, I could name what every single one did but then he asked me the name and i was like uh, <laughs> there was just such a gap in my knowledge with the so, names. Well, it's funny like, too. No idea. Is that I don't know a lot of the names of a lot of the cards that like the names of the abilities and attacks of a lot of the cards that I play like for years. What is Lugia V Star's <laughs> attack? <laughs> I okay, Tempest Dive, but <laughs> yeah. Dive, yeah, you stole you He's waited a little a bit though. I had to think about I almost said summoning star. <laughs> <laughs> I, o- Rondo. I also uh air- okay so it's read the wind for sure for the first luke give attack arrow dive yeah, <laughs> arrow yeah, dive. yeah, yeah, arrow yeah dive. Arrow dive. i i think i would have gotten there with that but i had to think about it but yeah i read the wind i am more confident finally, with read the wind than i am the other names that's... i only know air dive because i used arrow dive the last challenge i played <laughs> with two double turbos oh, I... I was like oh, i can't do anything do i guess 90. i'll attach a second double turbo and boss a routes i killed a routes hey yeah it's relevant <laughs> Oh my lord! All right, well, good job, guys. I, you did better than I thought you than you y'all would, because these are not competitively <laughs> if, great cards. If I had not traded for a Hisuian uh, Typhlosion V Star literally on Tuesday, yeah, I would it. not have gotten that one. <laughs> yeah, tr- Trevor literally sent me a picture of that like no joke. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I literally on Tuesday, I'm like, hey, like, this card might be decent, and I traded for it literally that later day. I'm like reading it, I'm like, oh, that's a kind of cool card. Yeah, and I was reading it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's probably not going to see play, but I wanted to have it just in case. One of the cards of all time. I, I'm not gonna lie, Trevor. Interesting with the Valiant for sure. Yeah, Trevor. I, I'm not gonna lie. I did think, or I did not think you were gonna get any of these correct. <laughs> Honestly, if not for that history Typhlosion, I would not have. Expectations. I feel <laughs> the the, the Mawile. I remember like looking at that, and I'm like, it's like almost playable. No, it's it's I, awful. Trevor carried for Mawile because I definitely had no. But like when I was first getting back into the game, oh, that's, true. that's what, I was like looking at that, and I'm like. And like during uh, Worlds 2022, I was like looking at that in like the bulk bin, and I'm like, "That's like almost real, right?" And it's not really, not at all. Not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, better cards. All right, so let's. Okay, shall we move on to uh, a little bit of a little bit of Paradox, little bit of Paradox Rift, the fun stuff? Yeah, let's. Um, 
So we have a maybe a tiny bit of structure. We could talk about the cards that we are most excited for and then pivot into like what decks we think are going to convert into the new format, I think, the best. And then we can also talk about that uh, res- some of the Japan results too. But what are like the top cards that you guys are excited for, honestly? There's obviously Iron Hands. It's probably like Hands, Moon, Valiant for me. I think those are the three like... Some of the Iron most Hands, Roaring Moon, Iron uh, Vessel. I in terms yeah, of Pokemon, in terms yeah, of Pokemon, yeah. You got yeah. Vessel is the best card in the set. Like, let's. Vessel is um, the same. Yeah, is a yeah. very good card. Cracked cards, probably best card in the set. I think close. Yeah, there's Countercatcher. You know why it's so cracked? Oh yeah, Countercatcher is also very good because you get to discard with it and then also search your deck for different types of basic energy. If you want. No, 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 no. That's not why it's. Really you just good. throw Radiant Charge into literally really every good. deck under the sun, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. True. It's really good because that means Reggie's is back, baby. I already it's thought time. about this. It's not time. Sorry. Sim- <laughs> simmer down. <laughs> it's, it's better. Time. No, don't crush my dreams. It's better, but now <laughs> you have a worse spread. Everything else is amazing. Because you didn't, yeah. you gained consistency yeah. as far as energy, but you didn't gain consistency in a lot of other fields. Like Charizard and Gardevoir being decks are like it's abysmal for you. Impossible. I don't know how you beat those decks. But maybe Iron you Valiant shot Charizard EX. Yeah, I mean, not if you play the bad Reggie Drago, you can two shot it. But they also Iron Valiant <laughs> also stomps you. Like, Does it? Yeah, they just set up Urshi on you, and then you don't one shot Urshi unless oh, you like yeah, play and then sack you into Choice Belt. You play Mana. They get the Q two loop. They also get the just like yeah. <laughs> you play Mana. <laughs> okay, buddy. Got you it. and what scoop net? Okay, pal. Um, <laughs> Me and this Thornton. Um, yeah, I'm gonna Thornton my my Reggie into a Mana <laughs> Oh my lord. Um. Yeah. No. It's just like you. Just, okay. Fine. No, yeah. Maybe no. it's not great. Like maybe. If, wait, wait. Wait. Is there any any of the Reggie's E block? Uh. I, yeah. The Evolving Skies ones. Reggie Lucky and Reggie Drago. Yeah. Oh. So you have to play the Astral Radiance uh, Aleki as your only Aleki, which is much worse. Yeah, that's pretty bad, dude. Not going to lie. Considering, yeah, I think Iron Hands also actually destroys you. I don't think you could play Reggie's. <laughs> no, not at all. No, it's so it's sad. They go future booster capsule, do 140 and just like KO everything. Oh, it's awful. And take two prizes. Or this hit your Aleki for 120, right? Or that too, yeah. Because you probably play that Aleki still. Probably. Oh, that's know. awful. I don't, I've not really thought about the deck because it's probably not. Good. Yeah, I guess my dreams are. People will try to play. It. I think. I think that's one of the cool things about like Vessel though is like it opens a lot of deck building avenues to decks that are like maybe real, and like mm-hmm. I'm sure there will be some decks where Vessel is really going to be able to abuse, uh, like being able to have two types because of Vessel. I think that'll yep. be pretty relevant in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke's well, back, baby. Strange. Oh God. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad in Lugia. I, I will say it's interesting because that's like, I feel like Earthen Vessel is one of the first universal consistency cards we've gotten in a bit besides like Artisan. Artisan was like universally, universal consistency, I guess, for every deck. But I don't, other than those two, I don't think we've really gotten anything. Like Nest Ball, I guess. Uh, We've only gotten consistency in the form of like yeah, the actual, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But it's not really like like I just feel like they're not printing any consistency cards. Yeah, so we probably shouldn't have any with how crazy the individual cards are right now. 
Oh man, like this. The, we, we should not give Lugia more consistency. Yo, give me Evo and Quick Ball back, baby. Let's see what I can do with it. Like, <laughs> that would be like wild. Trevor with Lugia with coin. Trevor with again. Trevor with coin flips is broken out. Imagine Trevor without needing to have coin flips. You're not ready. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, um, I like gambling. Uh, so I would still play the coin. I, I would still play the coin flip cards. <laughs> in all seriousness, I like. I would it. still play. I still play a Roma just because I like. I want the flip. <laughs> um, okay. Even if they printed incense again, you're like, I, I like Not, to live on the edge. I, <laughs> okay. To to be serious though, great ball like gambling, great. Great ball also kind of great. We, we were testing Great Ball in... Uh, what Dorian, was that guy's Dorian at Sacramento. Or Great Ball. Yeah, Dorian. And that list is so fire. I think that's like maybe a new way to just base... Shout out, shout out Dorian, who actually made just such, one of the few Lugia lists yeah. that has actually impressed me in like forever. Yeah. Really good. Like way better than Nest Ball. Nest Ball super And then like losing it, one one Lugia line like is absolutely fine when you have the consistency to do it like we did pre-rotation. And you just put two more Great Balls in the spot. Like I, I, I love that list. Like I actually cannot say enough good things about yeah. Dorian's sack list. Like very good job. It's so good. Um, hmm. Yeah. And I think that in the next format, it'll kind of like base off that. We Trevor's definitely been basing absolutely. his Lugia list off it's a new, that. It's, mm. it's, it's a new standard it's for how your cadet consistency should probably go if you're colorless. If you're single strike, it's not because I not that I don't want to play those cards. It's more just that you don't have room because you have to play like stupid urns. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Single strike. So if single strike is good, then you can't play that that kind of way. Not like really. Um, but if you're playing colorless, like you should be taking, you should be copy pasting Dorian's list. Like, um, so let's see. And then, yeah, exactly. And then changing it a little bit if you want to like, want to play Wire Deer over Lux. If you're not gonna face Mulgia Mirrors, like that kind of stuff. But like the the four 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 of those items is just like crazy. Yeah, four yeah, capturing, really four great ball, four ultra ball, and then a three two Lugia V Star, which honestly seems fine. Absolutely fine. Like that's got the Drapion so in there. Nest spells were already the worst part of the deck. Yeah, exactly. Like that deck, that list is actually so. They clog the hand. That what's the one thing about great balls is yeah. like you could just burn them if you want to draw more off gift, which is fantastic. Mm, that makes sense. Compared to nest, which if you have no bench, if you have a full bench, you actually just can't play that card. One yeah. great ball can get your lux ray too, which I mean, I guess that's not. I mean, it's just another thing on it uh, above nest ball, right? It's just yeah. more just. I think it's straight what lets you play the three two line too. It's because you just like convert the one one lugia into two more great balls, and then like. They great ball to find Lugia pieces is great like, too. The, it's like actually the, very with arc like you get it for Archaeops, you get it for Lugia pieces, it finds fish sometimes. The it's great balls a, are a little a bit card. worse than the Lugia pieces as far as finding Lugia, of course. But that they're way better than Nest Ball for finding the pieces that you need all throughout the game. Mm -hmm. So then when you add like the four together, like losing like the, the little the slight drop in consistency on the one one Lugia line is counterbalanced by the great increase of consistency from the four great balls. Um yeah, exactly. Yeah, from finding Be able to Archaeops as well or fish or whatever. Um, I've been playing the list like nonstop, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this is how. Well, this is gaming. One thing I think people <laughs> underestimate about Great Ball too is how much better it gets in the late game. Like, if you have fourteen cards left in deck, you're like, you play your Great Ball, you're like, I'm probably hitting so, whatever I want. So whatever it is better just into the late. Pokemon it is better into the late game, which is nice. Like that's actually that is a plus for sure. Um, but once you're once you've gotten to turn two and you've set up those double archaeops, you don't care about the late game. As long as you're playing well, you're just farming. <laughs> true. Um, yeah. So I guess that's true. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Like, don't don't worry about the late game. You're you're there. As long as you play well, like if you have, as long as you play like just regularly through the entire game, 
and take, and the, take the first, first prizes. prizes. If you take the first prizes now with Lugia, yeah, it just, you're just it seems you're just gaming the entire of rest of the way. Like it's well. So one thing I'm interested in is because seeing that little yellow dot on the bottom of Lugia's card concerns me a little bit. So, so like, it's fine for. Two I wonder reasons. how much Iron Hands is gonna destroy Lugia. <laughs> like not it hits as much as 280 with that uh, future booster capsule. So I will ask you first a question: What deck is playing Iron Hands and future booster capsule? Um future the future archetype no i don't know i was gonna say <laughs> i guess chen pao is the only one playing um iron hands but no way they play capsule right yeah i mean there's other decks that can like lost box is probably the one that yeah. most can mm-hmm. you play like a a variant with iron hands and uh town store to find like four seal stone and like that that's probably the best way to do that so i, I also agree with you drew and probably so not here's here's a, here's a cool thing about all the decks that play iron hands um outside of lugia which i think will be really good because it can do exactly this how many of them are bossing consistently and setting up iron hands and the only That's true the only yeah. deck that i can see doing that is actually lugia that can plays four boss in the fish and then you play your vessels and you do your lightning shenanigans and do all that kind of stuff right um that can boss consistently, but then you have no way ever to fit in future booster tool or find it if you tech like one because you're a madman. Um, so then you're not one shot Lugia. Like you can go after Fish, which is a bit more real, but that doesn't necessarily change the prize trade enough. It's like if you're killing attackers for those three prizes, like you do it twice. If you Iron Hands them twice for three, that's when it can get sketchy, right? But the decks that can consistently play it don't play consistent boss outs or really have that way to consistently like get out the tool itself and charge up the iron hands, right? Because the thing about box two is that you gotta be like double gate or Raihan attached gate to get it up. Then you also Or Colrus yeah, to it... find pieces. Like you're and exactly and then like, in the box boss. like which yeah. I think box is the best way to like deck to actually like get the future tool if you want to do that. Has a bad time bossing and setting up the iron hands in the same turns. And also just like you have so many flower mm-hmm. seconds and choruses where you're just like, well there's a future tool in here. Well I'm pitching that over the lightning I need. Um so yeah, that's true. Yeah I think I I think it doesn't affect that much. And some matches where you actually have to like trade Lugia's like Chen Pao, like you trade like the Lugia into the Chen Pao to take the two prize, right? You just run Dunsparce now. Um, And then the Iron Hands is like, well, I'm not not doing anything, friend. And I'm like, yes, you aren't. (laughs) Yeah. If they hit with the Chen Pao, you're just like, respond to it. And then you're in a fine spot. The thing is, though, this, at least this um, like colorless version list doesn't deal with Iron Hands very well either, right? Like you have to Charizard. That's your only way to answer it which like i guess isn't bad no it's not bad it's really at all. not bad no like if you're playing if you're playing uh iron hands you're playing vessels mm-hmm. and basic energy right so basic energy and vessels just let you go search for a fire fire to zard for turn mm-hmm. ac- accelerate maybe three onto it if they've taken a prize or two maybe two and then find a switch out maybe once a jet attach yeah and then you're attacking with zard mm-hmm. which is like which, really not yeah you put like dt gift kind of dt if gift like attach fire like, and now you're killing the yeah. iron hands and if he gets killed back yeah totally the charizard right yeah 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 the and that's like so fine right like two two energies plus a basic attach is like not really pretty easy to hit if you're like yeah. researching probably so how would you guys change this colorless list like luxray obviously comes out um for an iron hands reversal leaves for like a lightning i mean energy. we pretty much have already yeah you just find you find room for vessels and basic energy and iron hands and zard like it already plays zard but like 
you just if you find room for those the better the deck is the thing about vessel that's really good too is if you find like archaeops off of a great ball discard now vessel is also a discard out so if you get mm -hmm. one yeah. archaeops in the discard it, you're at least maybe playing it's also an insane like, thinning out like late game you could just no be like i'll just discard one card search back and totally. fail it and mm. now i might get energy drawing two more right yeah. Um, it's just, and especially if you're playing, which I fit my list, is you're playing Great Ball, you're still playing the 4-4-4, four, 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 you're playing 4 Great, 4 Ultra, 4 Capturing, and now you're playing, like, some Vessels on top of that, too, so even if you, like, research and you don't get your Archaeops, you can get, like, Great Ball plus a Vessel, and now suddenly you're, like, popping an Archaeops out of deck and discarding it, like, yeah. it's just more... Or, like, even Ultra Ball Vessels guaranteed mm -hmm. one, right? Like, it's yeah, just more exactly. discard mm -hmm. cards. Um, How many Vessel are you playing? Two? I think I have two currently, but I'd like to go up to three. Um, hmm. But I think I, I think you probably have right now. But uh, the list will change depending on what the meta turns out to be. Like if uh, the results right now coming from Japan have out of the, the first weekend of the set legal for them. Uh, let's see, take it. Uh, Lost Tina currently is in first place with the most amount of like points generated. It interesting. That's actually that's a perfect. To kind of like transition back into that because you said you had more yes. to touch on on that sure. i have i, like I actually two. like what i've been seeing coming out of japan it's going to shift up and i'll sort of explain why so for the for deck that they have for the most the most um successful deck so far based on points is lost now i think that's actually very accurate for a few reasons one start of a format people are playing inconsistent as hell decks so the deck that can do like lost <laughs> box things plus like one shot things plus judge path shenanigans it's gonna be really good. Like you're gonna be really good into that. And just deals with everything. It's, yeah. it's yeah, like a broad it's the same field. Thing we saw it's with really the beginning of the Obsidian format, where people were playing like just the most inconsistent cards out of your lives, and then Lost Tina was winning all the city <laughs> champions or cup championships because it's like it deals with that, and then it was also just generally like pretty good. Um, it did mm -hmm. get a pretty good bonus that I didn't even really think about how big of a bonus it would be for that deck, but I fully agree that it is. Is counter capture right? Um. Because now you can mm -hmm. keep doing your boss, you're, you're keeping your setup, but the point of the problems is like getting boss. But now you just like you play two counter catchers on top of like one boss, and you actually can like set up your Giratina and then counter capture up something important and lost impact or skyrocket in it. And I think that's actually probably like pretty massive for the deck. Um, it's and Roxanne in the same turn. Oh, yeah, or yeah, your Roxanne counter capture up something important and then put them down two cards of the path and mm -hmm. play, and then suddenly they're like, man, this Very sucks, good. right? Um, so I think that countercapture actually was like a pretty big addition to Lost Tina. I don't know if it'll keep these results uh, once people start refining some of the other monsters in the format. Um, but I really like that how it plays with the countercapture. Yeah, countercapture is a really good add to a couple decks. Yeah, that is cool. That I think I don't know if like Tina is going to be tier yeah. one per se, but I think it makes a lot of like okay decks it gives them that missing piece where they can like you were saying andrew where they can like gust effect and uh hand disrupt or set up with colrus and then uh, also there's another deck that can do that right time. now which yeah exactly yeah and like i was gonna say valiant can do that really well right now which is one of the reasons valiant is so good but the other thing i was gonna say is that like if some decks let's say zoro box for example are like not enough because you don't have that like power swing with also the draw Countercatcher might be a card that, like, a deck like that in the correct meta might be, like, playable into. I don't think that's a very good deck, per se, but there are, like, situations where a card like that can make a deck like one like Zoro, like 1.5, and then in a specific meta could do really well, right? So I think Countercatcher is a really cool card in terms of, like, opening up some decks. Because uh, especially with Iron Hands and stuff, like, things are just going to be aggressing prizes so hard now mm -hmm. that Countercatcher is probably going to be mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um... 
yeah, I think I would say Countercatcher is probably the second best, I guess, trainer in the set. Uh, in the set, if we wanna, if we wanna be safe uh, about things, but I think it is. Uh, you think, think so? You think, I think not? I don't know about that. What do you think would be higher than it? Yeah. What do you think? The whatever Seda supporter. That's that's what I put it third. Actually, that's I put that as third best. Yeah. You put I would put it third below Countercatcher. Yeah. Countercatcher is just universally good. I don't know. I guess it depends on how good Moon is going to be. I feel like that card. Wow, you're saying we get to my next thing. point here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just setting up. So I'm, I'm doing this all second and third place. Second and third place decks that are separated by only a little bit of points um, from what's come out of Japan so far is Charizard in second and Moon in third. Which I think it's a big reason I think that Charizard is second here is the same reason that I think that Lost Luna is first right now is that people are just trying things out new, new things up the set. There's no previous information from anyone to work on over there. Um, and there's a lot of like yeah. local scene where it's like that are not like super competitive. So Charizard into metas like that is really powerful because you just consistently do the, hey, like candy into big thing, tap with big thing, get Iona and boss every turn depending on what you need, right? Your opponent's trying to like play a new deck that they've never with a list before, is, with a list that is probably like, just, like awful. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then so, and Charizard exactly. just goes into that being like, well, I just kill the thing. Cool. Um, and I think that'll be why that has so many points currently from this first weekend of release. I think that as people refine decks, that percentage of like win percentage is going to drop like exponentially. Um, but moon in third place here i think is going to uh, it does kind of the same thing to be honest with you because i think that moon is now the new uh baseline of speed or um that you need to be to be able to like keep up in the format or speed or disruption or you have to have disruption that can kind of equal it right um and it's a bit easier to build which is nice but also like the fact that it's doing so well with lists that are so bad is kind of a testament to how so, strong yeah. i think the deck actually where it's like yeah we're playing like awful lists with mm. playing awfully with it probably because it's like you're having played the, like the how this because the deck is so matter, strong though, that it's probably getting there, right? ultra ball vessel and then you research and then you get double dark patch and you're like, like nice, yeah. my deck's so good. It, it's, it's kind of a testament <laughs> right like whenever you see an opening weekend and you see a new deck like crazy performing probably means it's pretty good because the lists are nowhere even close to refined and the plays aren't even close to like optimal Usually, yeah. usually what you see is like things like Tina, where the suddenly will do well off the bat, right? Because they're established, people know how to play them. You can throw in like whatever your new card is, if there isn't even any, and then you just farm, right? It's like always when, like in Hearthstone, whenever the new set would drop, everyone would be playing like all these new decks on the ladder, and I'd just be playing whatever the consistent tier one deck that probably is still tier one, like, <laughs> and you just yeah. always farm it, right? So the fact that Rune is so high up here on the the ranking is probably mm -hmm. a testament to how strong it's going to be. Yeah, it's actually a really good point. Yeah. It's probably very true. Moon, I, I wonder if it's a testament to also how consistent it yeah. will be. Because it seems like the it'll be a really consistent The fact that it's getting through and getting these yeah. wins when... I've been looking at a lot of the lists dropping. And like there's some cool things in the list that I'm like, okay, yeah, actually, that's probably a good idea. There's also a lot of things in the list where I'm like, bro, you're doing way too much here. Like, for a deck that's supposed to just be like, I'm yeah. going to get turn well, one kill on anything I want on board. <laughs> I wonder, like, uh, part of... Um, sorry, I was getting all... Um, I wonder how much of the of Roaring Moon's success is like how easy it kind of is to build also because we have a lot of really strong items in the format and it's kind of just following like the Chen Pao skeleton a little bit, right? Where I'm like, I'm going to play four Cross Witchers. I'm going to play 
for it's Battle totally Vietnam, just a stop deck. Ball, for yeah. Pokestop, yeah. I don't know about for Cross Switcher, Cross Switcher, but like Dark Patch, Earth and Seal Vessel, yeah. Ultra Ball. Like you get any combo of those off of a stop, a Dark Energy off of a stop. Let's like, go, hell, brother. Yeah. Like, let's like, see it. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. you don't even get punished by Pokestop essentially with this like turbo item. Yeah. The only bad mills are supporters, really. Well, this first place list got uh, played for Cross Seaver, <laughs> so. Even yep. that was like okay. So, I'm gonna cross Seaver really for my Roxanne. I might be a little bit. I might be a little bit uh, out on a limb here, but I actually quite like that. I think that's yeah, cool I too. I think that that yeah. card could be crazy. It's a uh, play two. You get back I'm a Pokemon or a supporter, right? You like with, with this list. That's actually quite with good. the way this list is designed. You do not get punished by Pokestop at all. At all. Even uh, actually, they don't have super odd. So you cross if you mill Pokemon, that's the only. The no, only cross Seaver gets back Pokemon too. Oh, you're right. It gets bad Pokemon. Yeah, Crossover gets a Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you literally yeah. don't get punished at all by Pokestop. I, I don't know. Unless if you, you mail your stadiums. Okay, I, that's. I, I don't know if you do play the one one Darkrai, but you might just do it anyway because you're like, why not? Right? They're gonna be busy with moons. You can. Just, I mean, just over time, just eventually get into something. Darkrai turns into. Darkrai turns into boss, I guess, or get back and forth. into VS Seeker. Darkrai turns into double dark patch. Oh, it gets, it gets back too. Darkrai right? turns yeah, into. Yeah, so it turns into boss or it turns yeah, into double dark good. patch. This probably is, this might be worth playing one one one. Yeah. Or it turns into Roxanne. Or or here's the thing though, like do you need that or should you just like play a palpad instead? Because I think palpad might be another card that's really crazy. Because if your only bad mill is like supporters, if you're playing a palpad and putting like two Sadas Vitality, but I, I, want my, I want my I want my supporters to be in the discard pile. The game doesn't last that long, right? Like you should probably be winning by like turn four or that's five true. latest. That's so true. like you already have the four Seavers with the yeah. dark ride to get back two sievers um and then four sadas already with the poke gears like you're probably already like just like having a sada every turn of the game oh were there yeah. poke gears in here too i just don't know uh, this list didn't have poke gears but i do like poke gear yeah i like poke gear that does make like. sense just grab your sadas because that like, card is so good because like the thing the about it is like if you just go second right and if you get sada if you get yeah, sada turn two as that deck you set up like almost every deck mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it's so crazy because your draw is so good, right? Like, if you're playing Greninja, I don't know if this guy played Greninja, but that's one of the cards I think is so good for the deck. You go, like, Greninja for two, and then all of a sudden your Sadas are live. He and did play Greninja. Three, and then, like, maybe hit, like... And Fish. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, he hit, like, Greninja, Fish, did. and Squaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that really makes sense. So, like, if you're drawing five cards, the odds that you're seeing, like, an Ultra Ball and a Dark Patch and a Dark Energy or, like, a Earth and Seal Vessel and an Ultra Ball two- to, you know, do something next turn, too... Or a Pokestop to do that with, like, you're just seeing so many cards with this, the deck. This, that this hard list to, is yeah. hard to break. This list it, is which is really cool, appealing. Actually. There's you know? a lot of things that, like, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, yeah, it has that. It has that. It has I like that. it a lot. There's not a lot of root, like, there's like wiggle room for you to do things, but there's not also like not a lot at the same time for what you're trying to do. But like, I mean, if you're just turn one, like, you go second, you win the coin flip, you go second, or they win the coin flip and they want to go first, right? And then on your first turn of the game, you're like, I can kill anything on the board. That's probably good, right? Like. <laughs> It's very good. Yeah, you probably just, that's, yeah, it's probably, probably a crazy deck, right? Um, and it, you also just want to play four Pokestops because of the second attack, discarding a stadium and, and doing dark like patches and darks in the discard. Like, there's just so many ways stop is so There's good, a lot right? of synergy here. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's probably, well, it's another probably deck good. we can talk about, maybe the last one to talk about is uh, how good Iron Valiant is going to be and like what the deck that Iron Valiant is going to be played in the most. I know the. One that's being the played the most right now is that Iron Valiant like Urshifu deck. So, but do you think that's kind of the best way to play it? 
Um, I honestly have no idea what the best way to play Valiant is. And I think that's why you don't see it in the top nine decks per point of this opening weekend. Mm. It's because I don't think the deck... I think the deck is very, at least off the beginning, depending on the list. And I think we gotta wait for Cord Reclev to win LAIC with Iron Valiant <laughs> before we can figure out what the right way to play this deck is. It's such a Tord deck. Uh, it's like... Yeah, it is very much so. It's... Yeah. Like... I'm looking. At, I'm looking at LAC, and I'm like, man, who's you? Everyone's playing for second place. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's like I think that's what it is. Though it's like someone is gonna do like for now. Valiant is gonna like not suck because it's, even with bad lists, it's still like strong mechanically, and like it's been very apparent to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be a good deck, but I think that it's gonna be tournament winning once someone finds that first like aha list. And then it's going to be like yeah. Valiant's going to flood the field in tier one. Like I think it's just the list is very important for how this deck is going to succeed, more so than like a lot of other decks. Yeah, like yeah, it's very interesting because it also like theoretically could do well against because it's weak to metal, so it's not weak to dark. Um, so it also theoretically could do well into Roaring Moon, considering they like damage themselves, and it looks like some of these lists are dropping the ancient future booster capsule. So if you just like ping with Iron Valiant, Yoga Loop one of them. Yoga Loop of Valiant is just the most scary thing, I think. Like it's, it's so good. <laughs> one of the it they were not thinking of that card when they printed Yoga Loop. Otherwise it's like seems like a Lugia scenario where they're like, Oh well, there's we didn't check the special energies, but it'll be fine. Powerful <laughs> Aurora. It'll be fine. You know, all, all those things. Yeah, Veltal, amazing <laughs> Ray Veltal, all that where like, you know, yeah. it's kind of the accumulation of cards that come out four blocks away from one another almost. This is G block. Yeah, it's like almost four blocks away. So. Yeah, this is a prime example of that. But it is very good to get. Be very interesting. Going to be very interesting to see how how Iron Valiant uh, does. When is LAIC? What is it? Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, it's in uh, a couple two, weeks. Two weekends from now. Oh, um, it's three. Dang. It might be three. It might be three. Three uh, weekends. It's three. It's three. All right, it's, it's on three. the third weekend. Yeah, 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 on the third weekend. Yeah. You have to go that long before you can play Paradox. Very maybe. interesting. Ugh. Oh. I'm gonna be testing a lot of it, uploading some videos and stuff. Yeah, we should Which actually if test you... soon, Trevor. We should play RL because I have not. We ha- he has scuff proxies. I- I'm actually gonna make some real proxies <laughs> soon. Yeah, or like maybe just buy stuff on Friday because our LGS has singles on sale on Friday. Just have the format. And if you want to see me playing some Paradox Rift decks on stream or on my YouTube channel, check out the Shrew Crew on YouTube. So I'm gonna be posting a lot more. So a little shout out there. Um, all right. Well, uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Because I am starving. <laughs> I don't think so. Paradox Rift will be a really fun format. I think there's going to be a big meta shift coming and prepare for it. There's going to be mm-hmm. lots of new matchups to learn. It's going to be fun. Sometimes it's not going to be fun, but I think for the most yeah. part, as long as you play the top tiers, it'll be fun. It's the first time they haven't like handed us a deck, I feel like. In Obsidian Plains, uh, they're like, here's Charizard. Paldea evolved. Moon is like, pretty much handed. Moon is the hand. Moon is the Vitality and Moon kind of build itself. With Vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Vessel. I guess that's true. Vessel. So, like, like Lugia, Lugia good. Everyone's saying that Lugia is not good anymore. You know what you're talking about. Uh, hand's good, but not, <laughs> like, as crazy as Jake Gearheart would have you believe. Um, Jake Gearheart <laughs> believers cry. The the moon is falling. Like, it's, it's, so believe in that. <laughs> like, um... And yeah, and then there's gonna be, and then like, don't bother even building valiant lists until you see what Tord has done with it, because um, you're just wasting your time. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was and it. you can just Cut. watch him play it on stream and learn how to play it. And then look at it and be like, oh, yeah. And then we can all play it after that. Like, <laughs> Okay, but analyzing Tord play is actually broken. You guys are half joking. No, it's very good. Oh, absolutely. Joking, but analyzing Tord play is insane. Mm -hmm. Trevor was saying, uh, it was like maybe a month ago, but he was like, yeah, I was just analyzing Tord play. And I was just like, oh, Tord is just better than everyone yeah there's a reason he has the results that he does like it's just it's the play like once you actually like look at the plays and like look at like how like what he's doing and why he's doing it it's just like it's crazy so yeah so wait for him to build valiant because mm -hmm. then you can net deck him and start understanding um but before then just play yeah just play your little play your little roaring moons and do your little turn ones yeah, moon. and moon. and moon are really fun i actually think moon one of the things about it, i already said this but i think moon's consistency will be really big because it just like always be drawing cards right like seda plus greninja plus taking two prize cards a turn as you're seeing seven and, and when you're going first into a moon going second game. just open more than one basic because you, you hopefully Easy. will and if you're playing against Horde <laughs> with valiant you also should open more than one basic uh even if you're going second oh god <laughs> So uh, yeah, opening more yeah, than one basic sense. really relevant though. Good luck to everyone else at LAIC. Um, Tord, congratulations. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we will not be at LAIC, and I'm kind of glad I'm not going to LAIC. I feel like I would have to test a lot. I mean, I'd love to get it. second place with so Lugia, it's... but um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, yeah, you could beat Tord. Don't worry. Oh, I know I can, but I just also know that he's got a plus one record. <laughs> he's three two right now. Yeah, I'm three and two. So it's true, I... but negative in top eight. Negative and top eight. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. And <laughs> I just would hate to see, I would just hate to see my board get obliterated before my very eyes. <laughs> Not the Tord Yoga Loop. <laughs> In finals, they're like, how is he oh getting away God. with this again? Oh, <laughs> uh, Yoga Loop. He's going to do it again. I know. He's I'm like, and I, I don't hate to be that guy who gets plot armored in finals like that on camera. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> yeah, I can get away with this. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, it was wonderful catching up again that was super fun thank you all for listening um we're gonna hopefully have alex back in two weeks it's gonna be laic weekend yeah we'll be able to chat about laic and stuff it'll be a fun time i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of really interesting decks so make sure to check back here after two weeks but thank you so much for listening and we'll see you all in the next one see ya Bye. the true too many podcast features drew allen alex cook trevor reed and myself andrew zavala follow us on twitter at drew too many cast our intro song is called Breaks Frontier, written for us by Eric Wells. You can find him as Mr. Period E on Spotify. New episodes come out every other Wednesday, so we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>